Hello my friends, welcome to the SR66 report. Today is January 15th, 2022, and I thought I should talk to you about inflation, especially food prices, and uh, the impact globally. At a global level, we can see indeed that the price of food is set to increase this year. We'll have to pay more for specific items, including milk, coffee, vegetable oil, and energy. Some experts even say that this increase could be up to 20%. Recently, inflation has been rising quickly, and in the US, for example, for December 2021, it increased by 7% compared to the previous year. This increase in inflation is the fastest since 1982. For the European Union, the annual increase was already at 5.2 in November 2021, up from 4.4 annual rate in October 2021. Out of the 27 member states in the European Union, 13 members were well above the 5.2 annual increase. Some even surpassed the annual mark of uh, 8%, like in Lithuania, for example, with uh, plus 9.3, or Estonia, plus 8.6. But Germany, the largest European Union economy, is already at plus 6% annual increase. In Europe, the largest contributor is energy, but food prices are starting to feel the pressure. In its uh, latest communications, uh, the European Central Bank still considers the, the recent price increases as a transitory hump that will likely smooth over the two-year projection horizon. Uh, but from how much longer? Uh, how, for how much longer this the European Central Bank will continue to hold this uh, projection? In the US, more people cooked at home over the past year. This increased demand for many products like cooking oil and bread and as a result, the price of these items went up significantly. A huge demand, coupled with supply chain issues and the introduction of the new coronavirus, will likely keep prices high for the next couple of years at least. The primary economic challenge now for this year could well be inflation. Prices have been going up a lot recently, but many economists weren't anticipating that the rate would be as high as it is now. So this caused pain for consumers. It's been eating into their wage gains. And so this is a situation that's prevailing for most of the developed world. And one of the biggest problems it caused was for the Federal Reserve, which had predicted significantly less inflation. It's raising concerns from politicians about whether this could lead to even higher inflation. And because of the pivotal role US interest rates and European interest rates in the Eurozone, because of their pivotal role for the world, we have to remain concerned about what ripple effects this new turn could have for the global economy. But if we want to better understand what lies ahead for the world, I invite you to look at what happened 10 years ago, 
when food prices also rose at a record level. And indeed, uh, the UN food price index at the end of 2021 already surpassed significantly the highest peak it had reached in 2011. We all know what happened then. Countries that were food dependent and that uh, did not produce enough of their on their own soil had to face huge popular uprising. Also back in 2015, many of us were also wondering why the Syrian turmoil was causing such a serious and sudden refugee crisis. Of course, many political analysts emphasized the political situation of the equation, uh, the domestic political situation. There was a deeper, there was a deeper dimension, however. Uh, here is how the Center for Climate and Security characterized what happened in Syria back then. And uh, here I'm citing the Center for Climate and Security. And it says that from 2006 to 2011, up to 60% of Syria's land experienced, in the terms of one expert, the worst long-term drought and most severe set of crop failures since agricultural civilizations began in the Fertile Crescent many millennia ago. Let me repeat this because this is very important. That's what the Center for Climate and Security was saying back then about Syria. It said that from 2006 to 2011, up to 60% of Syria's land experienced in the terms of one expert, the worst long-term drought and most severe set of crop failures since agricultural civilizations began in the Fertile Crescent many millennia ago. So the same Center for Climate and Security cited a link between global warming and what happened in Syria. It even mentioned that the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which predicted how yields of rain-fed crops in Syria may decline between 29 and 57 percent from 2010 to 2050. And to make mat matters even worse, there was at that time a relentless pressure of financial speculation on global derivative instruments, which almost doubled the food prices during the same period, making poorer populations even more vulnerable in countries dependent on import for their food supply. And, it, and, th and that was especially true for Syria. So it does look like in the present moment of this period, the very particular period that we are living between 2020 and 2022, it does look like we are facing a situation with a lot of similarities, unfortunately but with a pandemic in the, in the backdrop. Most of our focus, focus recently has been on the supply chain disruptions of industrial products, of chips being shipped from one place of the world to another, of the shortage of these chips or, or, chips or the, um, the, the shortage of, um, of, of other products, industrial products. But uh, we also need to pay attention to the disruption of supply chains 
on countries that are food dependent because we have a situation which is quite quite concerning and so that's what I wanted to that's what I wanted to to highlight in this note today uh, the current situation and food prices especially is is especially concerning for countries that are food dependent and let's hope we're not we're not heading in the same direction and let's hope that globally leaders will have the uh, the, the, the wisdom to to take that into account thank you again my friends and uh, i hope this will contribute to your reflection and let me know if you have any any questions